0: Hello and welcome law firm owners. This is Nermeen, your podcast host for the wildly successful law firm and your law firm strategist. I'm smiling really hard and I'm really excited because this is the final episode in this seven part series. And I'm hoping that you've learned a lot through this process. And I cannot wait to share this final episode with you. Just a couple quick reminders uh go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already to this podcast next i wanted to remind you about the day of consulting with me which there's a link to below and finally i wanted to remind you about the wildly successful law firm 90 days to scale your practice to seven figures so let's talk about this final episode okay This final episode is bringing everything that we've talked about so far together, and it might sound really simple, but it's actually not. So number seven, to be a seven-figure law firm owner, you have to step out of being a lawyer and be a business owner. I know so many law firm owners who spend 90% of their time doing the law and 10% doing the business. That means think about all of those business departments that I've talked about, operations, hiring, marketing, business development, accounting, bookkeeping, tax preparation, tax planning, right? All of those things, innovation, right? Everything, creating systems and processes and technology. All of that in 10% of your time versus the 90% that you spend doing the legal work, it's obviously disproportionate. And honestly, that would only work if you worked as a lawyer in someone else's law firm. But it doesn't matter which business model you have, it doesn't matter if you are a doer or a rainmaker or in the hybrid model. You cannot spend 90% of your time doing the legal work it has to be more evenly distributed. And it's going to depend on your practice, your practice area, your preferences. But I will tell you generally as a rule of thumb, every week you should be spending no less than 10 hours a week doing everything related to your business. Look, if you wanna work a 30 hour week, 10 of those hours have to be spent on growing your law firm doing everything you need to do to make sure that you have the foundation in place and that you are continuing to reinforce that foundation. There's a crack, you're looking for it, you're trying to fix it, right? I do not want it to be where you are spending so much time doing the law and you are having everyone else do everything else for you and then all of a sudden people quit, people leave, You, you know, you get sick something happens and all of a sudden you're out of a law practice and we hear these stories all the time so and so lawyer this happened to them and then they had to go back to working for you know in-house counsel somewhere else or you know they went back to big law or you know they did this or they just couldn't cut it you know we hear these stories all the time And the reason that we hear these stories is because they are only acting as a lawyer and not as a business owner. And I will tell you that when I practiced law and I had my own law firm, I did 0% on my business and 100% on doing the legal work. And I know how it feels. Look, I worked with hedge funds who are so difficult. You wanna talk about difficult clients? Hedge funds are very difficult clients, you know why? Because they have a whole lot of money and they're not afraid to tell you that they've got a whole lot of money. And that there's 7,000 people at the drop of a pin that are willing to do what you are not willing to do because you don't have the time to do it so they'll just find someone else. There's thousands of those people especially when you're practicing in New York City on Wall Street, right? It's absolutely insane. So look, I completely understand the pressure. I am not saying that the pressure doesn't exist. I'm not even saying to ignore the pressure, right? What I am saying is that me being where I am now as the more experienced consultant, as the experienced business owner, as the strategist, would look back on my younger self, my younger law firm owner self, and I'd be like, you know what, Nerms, I get it. You're doing a lot and you're kicking ass for these law firms or for these hedge funds, and that's great. But you need to spend at least 10 hours every single week on growing your business. Okay, like non-negotiable. You should be looking at your prices. You should be looking at your metrics. You should be looking at how many hours you're spending with your clients. You should be looking at trying to create a subscription model. You should be looking at networking with other attorneys. You should be looking, you know, like just all of that. Because what happened to me was I got pigeonholed with a couple of really big hedge funds and I had no diversification. Those were my only clients. And not having diversification was really stressful. If one client got upset, where was I gonna go and pick up another client from? I understand all of these concerns, right? Which is why I even created this seven part series because I'm on the other side of it, right? I'm telling you that I've done everything that I'm telling you to do. And this is how you actually keep a seven figure firm with 60 to 70% profitability at minimum, okay? You've gotta spend time on growing your practice. If you don't know what your net profitability is, how are you even supposed to grow that? If you don't know what your bottlenecks are, how do you know who to hire? You're just gonna assume that you need to hire a paralegal. But I'm telling you right now, for the work that I did for the hedge funds, there's no paralegal that would have understood securities compliance and futures compliance right like that doesn't exist it would have had to be another lawyer that would have gotten paid exactly what i got paid right so so we often think that there are these common solutions right and it's the stuff that every every law blog every you know Quora, every every everything says the same stuff. And that's not true for every single law firm, right? So that's really where I'm coming from in this conversation is You can't listen to what everyone else is saying. You have to run your law firm like a business. You have to be a business owner. You have to have business systems and strategies and processes and technology and understand hiring and have a strategy and know what you're gonna do for the next 12 and 24 months, not just that day, not just the next month. Cause that is literally the definition of flying by the seat of your pants if you don't know what you're going to do in 12 months if you don't know what you're going to charge if you don't know who your clients are going to be if you don't know what your marketing is going to be in six months or in 12 months you might find you're flying by the seat of your pants you are not running a law firm you are just being a lawyer and that might sound harsh but it's a reality and this is why most law firms fail this is why most solo practicing attorneys can never even break $200,000 a year. This is why most personal injury attorneys complain about having feast and famine months because they're not acting as a business owner. They're just being a lawyer. They're just showing up to do the legal work. and. It just kills me how many people put on a show of how much they know what they're doing, and here I am on vacation here, and I'm on a podcast here, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and then they get with me, and they're like, Nurmina, I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay, so here's how you avoid that. Step up as a business owner. Stop just being a lawyer. Create to-dos for yourself. This is what I'm gonna do every single month, and I'm going to block out time. Not only that, but when that time comes up, I'm not gonna push it off, right? That's what you need to do. That's how you become a seven-figure law firm owner. Listen. You could make seven figures one year and then never make that money again. That's not what I'm talking about. Cause I know a lot of those attorneys too that had one really big case in 1995 and they were awarded $20 million in damages and they got to keep a third of that and they're still living off that money. But since then they've only had maybe a $100,000 case here, a half a million dollar case here, right? They just haven't had that same level of luck again, and that's exactly what it was, <laughs> luck, not strategy, and there was no business to it. There were no business principles or fundamentals there, right? And. It, It seems silly to even be saying this, right? Because you are a business owner. You have an EIN, right? You pay taxes with an LLC or a PC next to your name. You are officially a business owner. I shouldn't have to tell you that you are a business owner, but it's just a nice little reminder sometimes, right? Your business is not just the law that you practice and the marketing person that you hire or the SEO people. That's not it, right? You gotta have everything coming together, all eight business departments, finance, accounting, HR, sales, marketing, your own legal, right? Your HR, your production, and your innovation, right? You may be like, Nermeen, I'm a law firm, there's no innovation here. Nope, there is innovation, and innovation comes from the tech tools that I teach my clients to use. It comes from doing law differently. It's not some new cannabis or Bitcoin thing. That's not what I mean by innovation. I don't mean some new you know, laws that have come out. I mean, how do you provide your business services to your clients? Do you do it in a way that's innovative? Do you do subscription-based model pricing? That's innovative. Do you do flat fee model pricing? That's innovative, right? What are you doing that is different? What about the research and the development, right? Are you doing customer feedback surveys? Are you asking your clients, hey, why'd you work with me? Why don't you go work with that other attorney? What did you like about me? Why did you want to hire me? I kid you not, I have shared a survey that I recommend for all law firm owners to bring into their offboarding. class process for their clients right so I've explained before client off boards and a series of things happen it triggers a bunch of automated things to happen behind the scenes one of these things is a request to leave a review on Google or wherever you want to be seen the other thing is please complete this survey and that survey is information for you for you to see, for you to understand. Why did this client work with me? What didn't they like about me? How many people actually completed the survey? Of the 100 clients that I had this year, only 10 completed it? Wow, could I have done that in a better way? Could I have texted it to them instead of emailed it to them? Do my clients respond better via text? I don't know. Well, yeah, they do. Okay, so can I use a technology, like simple texting, to confirm their appointments before they come in and meet with me because then it'll text it to them and i don't have to worry about my receptionist or my admin confirming the call or me having to confirm the appointment it gets confirmed automatically through technology isn't that just amazing like Think about what I personally have observed as one of the greatest shifts in technology and scheduling. We all know that recently, everyone has been sending out that Calendly link, right? Or maybe it's an acuity link. It's essentially a link to the calendar, right? When you wanna book something on someone's schedule. I see a lot of attorneys using this now and it's 2021. I started talking about Calendly in 2017. I have videos, I have notes of me talking about this in networking groups. 2017, I've been talking about this. And in 2021 is when people started to adopt it. I don't want you to be behind the eight ball, not when it comes to being a business owner, okay? I want you to be ahead of it. I want you to be in front of it. I want you to be the one creating the trends around it. I want other lawyers and law firm owners coming to you to be like, oh my God, how did you do that? And it's just you? How is that even possible? And then you can just smile and be like, well, because I'm acting like a business owner. I'm not just acting like a lawyer. That, my friends, is what I want for you. That is why I have this podcast. That is why I did this seven part series, right? I want people coming to you to be like, and you only work 20 hours a week, or you only have a four day work week, or wow, how did you get that car that's amazing? Or are you ever even in town? I look at your Instagram and you're always gone. Yeah, but not like one of those fake ones, but like real, like low key behind the scenes doing all this stuff because you've got the technology and the team and the systems and the processes and the strategy to bring it all together because you are acting like a business owner and not like a lawyer. All right, that officially wraps up this seven part series. Honestly, I was so excited to do this. In the link below is my contact information and uh, a survey. I would love for you, it's anonymous by the way, I would love for you to complete the survey so that I can get some real feedback on what you thought of this seven part series. I love feedback, but it's gotta be constructive. It can't just be you suck your mean, right? It's gotta be, okay, well, I think you could have done better with this. You could have done that better, etc., etc. So I really do want feedback and I really do mean it when I say I want feedback. So I'm gonna be dropping it in to a couple of the next episodes as well because I'm committed to learning and growing and making this podcast really just amazing and fantastic for my listeners, that includes you. So please take 30 seconds to complete the feedback form. You don't have to keep your email in, it's completely anonymous and I promise you it will take you 30 seconds to do it, all right? All right, so wonderful, thank you so much for listening in and I cannot wait to get back to a normal episode series right? For the wildly successful law firm podcast, it will continue going, but this wraps up the seven part series within that podcast series. So very excited for next week. And if you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me as always. Have a good one lawyers. Bye.